Leslie, what's wrong? What are you sensing? Shh. I think we're being watched. I think you're being paranoid. I cast a detection spell right before we entered Pythia, honey. My spell will warn us if danger is about. The way it warned us when the ghost attacked us. Eh, you have a point. What do we do? Well, for starters, you could be. Ah, uh, I don't know. Quiet? Oh, yes. Great warrior and almighty Cravex. I shall kneel before thine great glory, my lord and master. Is that what you want? Sounded like the opposite of what I wanted, which was quiet. But if you're going to be talking, then you may as well speak the truth. Oh, you want truth? You know what I think the truth is, Leslie? No. But I bet you're going to tell me, and all the guys hiding that are surrounding us right now. There is nobody surrounding us, and the truth is, I think you're jealous of Thamro. What? Me? Jealous of the kid? I'm out here, about day's ride from being eaten by Evox, trying to find a way to bring the kid out of a coma. If this were jealousy, then I would hate to see Envy. Envy probably involves me giving him a kidney or something. You've been hesitant to make this journey from the get-go, Leslie. And now, just when we're so close to finding a cure to help him, all of a sudden you hear invisible people in the trees just so you can turn us around. This isn't about Seth. This is about our baby, isn't it? What? What do you mean? If our baby hadn't been stillborn, he'd be about 20 years old right now. The kid is also 20 years old, and let's face it, he's easy to love, right? By helping the kid, we somehow help the kid we never got to help. That sound about right? I... I... Uh, all I know is I need to do this, Leslie, okay? I need for us to help Thamro, is that... Can't that be enough for today? Of course it can. Thank you. Now, if you're done pretending to see the Invisible Man, can we keep riding? I really wish we could, babe. But I was dead serious when I said we were surrounded. I assure you, my lady. We are far from invisible. We... we mean you no harm, sir. We are simple travelers headed to Tron Lordaan seeking... It doesn't matter what you seek. What matters is that you are collaborating with our enemies. Seize them. The soldiers began walking towards Kravax, who had already drawn his axe. Lysa made eye contact with him, a spell already coming to her mind. Cravex eyed the man in the black cape, recognition starting to happen. He suddenly just dropped his axe to the ground and shook his head no to Lysa. She stood down, though she wondered why he had chosen not to fight. A wise decision. Far be it for me to start a fight with Achilles and the Myrmidons. You know us, then, of our prowess in battle. I know the legend. Legends tend to get overblown. And as for your prowess, that remains to be seen. Here's what I know for certain. I know that there's 31 of you, and two of us. Math don't lie. <laughs> no, it generally doesn't. You are proving to be wise. It is a shame you did not pick your allies as wisely as you do your words. What allies? We are simple travelers from Finn on a mission of mercy. We are not your enemies. You are aligned with Clan Thamro, the mortal enemies of the Myrmidons. Heard you say yourself that your companion was jealous of another Thamro, a common trait among your clan most certainly. Clan Thamro? 
I don't think you understand. I've heard enough. Take them. The Myrmidons place Lysa in silver chains, rendering her spellcasting dormant. Cravex was shackled in iron, and his axe was taken from him. Our heroes were led deep into the woods, surrounded on all sides with no idea of what was going to happen to them. And now... Her name was Kumara Thamro, the leader of Clan Thamro. She was exceptionally tall, standing six feet four inches. She had lengthy black hair and features that suggested that she might have elven blood flowing through her veins, though it was doubtful given her height. She was lean, well-muscled, and very easy on the eyes. Her gentleman callers could not be easily counted. Her burnt sienna dagalian leather armor was accented with solid gold shoulder plates, forearm guards with a matching midguard and chest plate. She also wore a long red cape and carried a large staff that was equal in length to a spear, but sported a sizable blade at its tip. The weapon, nicknamed the Blade of Ill Omen, was not a well-known weapon in Welkin. This was not due to any lack of skill on Kumara's part, no, but more so because no one she had faced with the weapon had lived long enough to actually tell anyone else about it. She dismounted her horse and didn't even bother to tether him to anything. She simply looked at him as if to say, Be here when I return. And the animal obeyed. She turned about to gather her bearings, checking the map that had accompanied the note that Achilles, the man with whom she was meeting, the man who was her long-time enemy, had sent her. We begin here. Achilles! Yes, Poseidus, what is it? Kamara of Clan Thamra approaches. How many does she have with her? None, sir. She traveled alone. Are you sure? Clan Thamro is made up entirely of Myrmidon deserters. They're as skilled as we are at concealing their numbers. I'm positive, sir. She's all by herself. Huh. I don't know whether to be impressed or insulted. Bring her to my sitting area and double the guard rotation for the prisoners. If she attempts to turn this into a rescue, then we'll kill the three of them. Yes, sir. Achilles made way towards his sitting area. He was both genuinely surprised and not surprised at all that she had agreed to this detente. What bothered him more than anything was the fact that he was able to send her a raven at all. Clan Thamra was well practiced in staying invisible. He'd had his Myrmidons searching for them for months to no avail. Now, all of a sudden, they find them. Then, here Kumara suddenly was, responding to an invitation all by herself. This could mean one of two things. 
Neither she wanted to be found, or she wanted Achilles to believe as much. Neither scenario was good. He needed to be extra careful without appearing to be so. He listened intently as Poseidus opened the gates for Kumara. Who are you? And what is your business here? You know who I am. You know why I'm here. What I know and what I command are not mutually exclusive. Do as I say or... Or what? You'll continue standing there holding that sword incorrectly? Sheath your blade and prolong your life, Myrmidon. How dare you? I will... You'll do nothing, Poseidus, except escort our guests to my sitting area. Now. Poseidus led Kamaru to the sitting room of Achilles, closing the door once she was inside. The room was quaint yet comfortable, decorated with crushed leather furnishings and scented with perfumes and various candles. I see you're roughing it. Well, we weren't able to get my regular scented candles for this location, but what can you do? What is it you want, Patroclus? I don't have all day. (laughs) My name is Achilles. No, it is not. You wear his armor, carry his sword, and use his name, but you are hardly Achilles. And I won't defile his name by using it on some half-rate leader that hasn't earned the right. Yes, that's it. Go ahead, Myrmidon. Do it. You've wanted to take me on since the split. Let's finally settle the argument of which of us is the best fighter. Achilles slowly sheathed his sword and sat on one of the plush furnishings in his sitting room. After a moment, Kamara did the same. I summoned you here because I captured two individuals who claim to be familiar with one of your clansmen. Who are they? A mage, calls herself Lysa, and a warrior who goes by the name of Cravax. Kamara's eyes grew wine, and Achilles noticed. <laughs> your eyes betray you. You know them, don't you? I've never met either of them. I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't matter whether you admit to the truth. The point is they're here, and they claim to be on a mission of mercy for one they call Thamro. They speak of one of us as a single entity? Struck me as odd as well. Is one of yours missing? Kamara ignored the question and replied with one of her own. What did they say his full name was? (laughs) I never said it was a man or a woman, but now I know for certain that one of yours that's missing is a man. Kamara glared at Achilles, who smiled in return. His name is Seth. Seth Thamro. By the gods. He is alive. Well, Seth, whoever he is, is in dire straits. The mage and the warrior are looking for a cure to bring him out of a blood-magic-induced comatose state. He's also suffering some sort of memory loss. I'd be happy to release him into your custody. You can assist them in healing your comrade and live happily ever after. And this will cost me what, exactly? You already know what I want. And you already know that I have no idea where he is. Lies. Thad trusted you more than he did anyone else. He trained you. It was his desertion that caused the split. The entire reason your so-called clan even exists is because of him. You know where he is, and if you want to recover your clansmen, you'll tell me where I can find him. 
Thad Bannon is just a man. He bleeds the same as you or I, despite what the bards sing about him. I don't know anyone named Thad. I do know of the legendary Thamro, though. For the love of Welkin, do even you call him that? The man slayed the beast of Amlin Roe. How that got butchered into becoming known as Thamro will always be a mystery to me. Did he not earn the name like a true Myrmidon? Did he not kill what many believe to be unkillable? I suppose he did, to hear the bards tell it. How does that song go? The blood of the beast had stained his hands, he wiped them off on his chest and pants, and when the blood dried, you see, upon his chest it formed a T. <laughs> I cut myself shaving the other day. Perhaps if I wiped it off on my chest, I could get a cool nickname, too. <laughs> Your entire clan's identity is a mistake. Literally. The mistake was when you decided to put on your cousin's armor and pretended to be something you are not. The legendary Thamro could have killed you, Patroclus. Remember? He bested you, and rather easily at that, if memory serves, but he chose to honor your cousin and let you live. You need to let this go. He needs to face me again. He needs to pay for his crimes. What crimes? Leaving the Myrmidons after Achilles died? How is that a crime? No one leaves the Myrmidons. No one left your cousin. We served him, not you. My cousin is dead. He left us, Kamara. Someone had to lead us, and who better than me? I'm his blood. And that is the only thing you have in common with him, Patroclus. The two warriors were silent for a moment. Achilles broke the silence. <sighs> it would seem we're at an impasse. You want your comrade, I want Thad's location. What is it going to be? While this was going on, Cravax and Lysa remained prisoners inside of a holding cell within the Myrmidon compound. Okay, so, God. All right, let's go. Let's go. Um, Leslie, what are you doing? I'm plotting our escape. Playing out the fight of my mind. Don't you think you might want to remove the iron chains from your wrists first? Your chains? You're free. Leslie, how did you do that? Say it with me. Well, there's still the matter of us being stuck in this cell. I've got a plan, babe. Oh, this should be entertaining. They've been rotating their guards every 45 minutes or so. When the next switch happens, I want you to flirt with the guard. You're serious? Of course I'm serious. After you flirt with him, he'll walk over and I'll knock him out. He won't expect my ants to be free. I'll get his key. We'll get our weapons and horses and get out of here. Leslie, how am I supposed to flirt with the guard? I don't know. Flash him with your boobs or something. I see you really thought this through. It'll work. Boobs always work, trust me. And what if the guard is a woman? Boobs will work. They're infallible. <sighs> okay, let's pretend for a moment that your ridiculous little plan actually works and we get out of here. We're a long way from familiar territory, and the Myrmidons know these lands far better than we do. Even if we escape, it's risky. Have a little faith, babe. Life is risky. I would rather die trying to escape this prison camp, believing we were going to make it and spend another minute in this place, doubting the escape plan. We're the kid's only shot of getting out of the coma. Don't lose hope now. We've come too far. You... you're right. I'm with you, honey. Let me take a look at those silver chains. I can probably break those the same way I broke my iron ones. Before Lysa could respond, she noticed the guards changing shifts. Excuse me, sir. What do you want? 
I, uh, I need to use the facilities. Go ahead. What here in my cell? What's the problem? Well, it's not exactly private. Not to mention, there is no place to actually go. You were making all those veiled threats before about bringing the whole forest down around our ears, Mage. I'm sure you can manage to make a little business disappear. Those threats were hardly veiled, Myrmidon. That said, my wrists are bound with silver. Clearly, I cannot do any magic. Can't you just let me use the bathroom, please? The guard sighed and then looked around, not noticing any other Myrmidons. All right, you've got two minutes. If your boyfriend here makes any sudden moves when I open the door, I will gut you, Mage. Is that understood? The guard removed the key to the cell and began walking towards the door. Inside the sitting area, Achilles and Kumara remained at an impasse. You want your comrade, I want Thad's location. What is it going to be? Before Kumara could answer, their meeting was suddenly interrupted. Sir, the prisoners are escaping. What? There's supposed to be a guard on duty there. They killed him. They're loose on the grounds. Kumara smiled at Achilles. Stay here and keep an eye on her. I'll deal with this. And when I come back, Kumara, I'll deal with you. Achilles drew his sword and exited the sitting room. He looked around and saw nothing. With his ears, however, he heard the sounds of battle, and the sounds were less than promising. Inside of the sitting room, Kamara began easing her hand towards her blade of ill omen. Poseidus drew his own blade at the movement. You might want to rethink that, deserter. In a flash, Kamara Thamel grabbed the wrist of Poseidus twisted his sword arm backwards, snapping the bone, and then ran him through with his own blade. Kamara stepped easily over the fallen body of the dead Myrmidon and listened for the sounds of battle. If these prisoners knew where Seth was, she had to make certain they remained alive. Run, Liza. What, and leave you here to die? I won't die. Even worse. If you survive this, I'll have to hear about it for the next 30 years. I, uh, I don't go on about my victories that long. Have you met you? Not formally, but I hear I'm pretty damned good. Perhaps you'd like to give me that axe of yours now, Crave Axe. As much as I'd love to give it to you, I still have a lot more of your buddies to send to the Nine. You're gonna have to wait your turn. Achilles raised his sword and instantly... His fellow Myrmidons ceased fighting. From a short distance, Kumara watched as things unfolded. I admit, I've been looking forward to this. Is that a fact? It is indeed. I wasn't sure if you were real or a myth, to be honest. Wait, 
Before today, you had heard of me. A man is accused of killing the wife of Provost, gets condemned to a life sentence in the arena, and then somehow survives as a gladiator in the Finn Dungeons for more than 20 years? There are few warriors who have not heard the name Cravax. Cravax looked at Lysa and smiled coyly. Oh, shut up, Leslie. If you can defeat me, then you're free to go. How do I know your Myrmidon buddy's ear will honor your word after you're dead? You don't, but a true warrior wouldn't really be worried about that now, would he? Come, Cravax. Let us see if what the bards say about you is true. Cravax watched as the Myrmidons formed a circle around him and Achilles. Lysa stepped back, fear shrouding her, wishing she could free her hands from her silver shackles. Gamara tensed up as she watched the events continue to unfold. <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed if this is the best you can do, Achilles. <laughs> In a flash, Achilles spun, twirled his blade, and caught Cravex across his chest. The Myrmidons began to look nervously at each other. Achilles shook his head at them. No, my brothers, he is mine. What are you waiting for, sweetheart? Take your shot. Cravex then grabbed Achilles' sword arm by the wrist twisted it, took Achilles' sword, and then removed Achilles' sword hand. It's over. Stand down and I'll let you live. Let me live? Myrmidons, take them all! Kill them both! The Myrmidons surrounded Cravex and Lysa with their shields ready and their weapons drawn. Lysa spied a woman hiding in the distance out of the corner of her eye. Kumara noticed that Lysa had seen her. She then pointed to the red T's on her gauntlets and mouthed the word, Thamro. Lysa nodded that she understood, holding up her chained wrists. Kamar nodded and gripped her bladed staff like a javelin. What are you waiting for? Kill them! I don't think any of them want to end up like you, Myrmidon. Why not call your dogs off before somebody else gets hurt? <sighs> do I have to do everything myself? The Myrmidons eyed one another as Achilles stood to his feet, taking the blade from one of his fellow Myrmidons in his remaining hand and turning to strike at Cravax. At that very moment, Kumara hurled her weapon directly into the circle. Lysa raised her chains at just the right moment, and the sword snapped through them like butter. Wind, thunder, lightning, rain, take me far and bring them pain. Lysa called down lightning from Elysium. At the exact same moment, she caused the winds to carry Cravex and herself at least a mile away from the encampment. Achilles stood, gripping his arm still, feeling the pain from losing his hand. He turned to the Myrmidon next to him. I recognize that spell. They haven't traveled far. Take a detachment and find them. What about the Thamro? I'll deal with Kamara Thamro. But when Achilles turned to look for her, the only thing that remained of her was her weapon. The woman herself was gone. Achilles screamed in anger. 
He then bent down and collected his severed hand. Send word to a thousand years in the town of Twin Swords. I require healing. Again. He'll want a tribute. I am aware that he will want tribute. Just go, now. The Myrmidon guard left Achilles and began making way to the city of the Twin Swords. Unbeknownst to him, a certain bounty hunter was also headed there seeking information about his wife. Cravex and Lysa landed hard in a forest clearing. No idea where they were. And what about Jenna Kiss? She had been stabbed when we last saw her. What would Ursula do to her when she arrived in the mouth of Helm? Don't worry, gentle listener. The answers are coming in the next exciting episode of Femro. Mm-hmm.